0: What's up? It's Sammy, the Spanish Machavara, and you—yes, you—right now
1: are listening to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Welcome to episode twenty-seven of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello, everyone. I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team partner, Raymond.
0: Holy release, Batman!
1: <laughs> How's it going?
0: It's going well.
1: How you feeling? Um, it, doesn't it doesn't matter how you're feeling. You know what? You know what? It doesn't matter how you're feeling. But we have to talk about it. The Great One has come back.
0: What that was a shocker. I, I was I was working while that was happening. And that I think I texted you. I was like... OMG, I just trying
1: not to do any sports, but anyway. It, it was, and it, it was so, it's shocking because I love SmackDown, and for some reason I was like, I'm not going to watch this SmackDown, I'm going to have to miss it. And then as I was driving, I was like, you know what, I, I could I, I could put it on in the background so I could just hear what's going on. And when I heard the music hit, I was like, holy shit. And yeah, it, it, it was great. And, uh, and for you, you love the numbers. Doesn't this mean like ratings doesn't matter?
0: It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, as, as far as the ratings matter, I mean, I don't know because I think what a lot of people are, that were uh, saying, ah, I'm not going to watch it, almost like what you did. Yeah, definitely did catch up on the YouTube because it was like 13, was it 13 or maybe am I over exaggerating?
1: No, yeah, it's up. There. It was a high
0: million. It's a high million number. Yeah. I was like, okay, so they didn't catch it then. They definitely caught it on the YouTube.
1: Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, it's it's a rock, and you keep it such of a, a surprise. You don't promote it, so you're not looking for ratings. You're just looking for that moment, and I mean, like if that—that's what if that's what we're going for. I I love that more than having the big hype of guess who's gonna be here in two weeks, like they've done with John oh, Cena. Yeah. I, I'd rather just hear the John Cena's music, have John Cena come out, and then h- let him say, "By the way, I'm gonna be here for a while," and then you could say he's gonna be here. But to say in advance, like, "Oh, starting next month, John Cena's gonna be here for 12 weeks," you're like, "Uh, okay, cool," and you're already waiting for it. Having the Rock show up like that. Wow, I mean, and then you have your, your I, 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 as I said it before, I, li- I listen to different podcasts and everything, and I've heard like some people, oh, that they knew he was going to be there. That it was so obvious. I was like, cut the bullshit, lies, cut the lies, bullshit, lies, lies, lies. That that was done at that moment. They were like, yeah, because of the merger and because it's SmackDown and it's his show. He, he it was guaranteed that he was going to be there. I was like, bullshit. You did not know that. You just want to sound like you know things. I mean. That was a surprise. Um, was, was it planned that same day? It, it could have been. I mean, it's business. Maybe it was planned a week. Say, hey, I'm going to be here. I could show up. Or was it planned that same day? If it was planned that same day. That's crazy. That you could do something like that. But See yeah.
0: with Because I remember that day exactly. Um, early in the day, The Rock was on the Pat McAfee show. And... um I didn't realize because I, I kind of looked at it. I didn't know where they were at. Um, then once Pat McAfee showed up, I was like, "Oh yeah, that you know makes sense." So, you know, once he said, "Oh yeah, I'm, you know only an hour away," I said, "Okay." The Rock comes out, and now with everything you're saying, I'm like, "Well, well, the Rock was there too," yeah. which means now it makes me think like, was he was he scheduled to be there in some sense? Like maybe it was a secret plan because yeah. why would Rock be in Denver anyway? Besides, you know, to be on the Pat McAfee show, right. you know, so maybe they did have some kind of prearrangement. arrangement I would assume yeah, I don't I, know, but anyway, I, I mean the know. the
1: rock is I mean that's a brag about him or what I'm I'm a big fan of his, but I mean, he's a very busy person, so everything has to be by schedule, so I <laughs> I, I just can't see him like um my Friday is open I'm just gonna go fly or drive over here, um, and he's been lately talking more about WrestleMania. He talked about on on Pat McAfee's show that that WrestleMania 39 was locked in for him versus Roman. Which we've never heard that before until now. And um, I think it was last month or maybe a couple of weeks ago, Kevin Hart has a like a one on one interview talk show on, on, on Peacock also, and he had The Rock on and they start talking about WrestleMania forty, how it's gonna be in, in Philadelphia and if the and Kevin Hart tells if the Rock wants to go, he could hook it up for him and all that. And they talk about um, NetCon and all that. So it's weird that lately now, The Rock is definitely talking more about WrestleMania. So I think everything, it's happening for a reason. I don't really think Friday was just like, oh, I'm in Colorado, SmackDown's in Colorado. What a coincidence. I think everything's been planned and it's shaping up to be what we've all been wanting for like the last two years. So I think Philadelphia think Philadelphia is going to be the place. And that leads me into our next topic. If that's what's going to happen, finally, what happens with Cody? Mm. <laughs> dun dun dun.
0: Yeah, that's where I was kind of asking the question. You kind of brought up an a interesting point, which I'll let you explain in a minute. But I think that for whatever reason, I mean, Cody still can become the one that finishes the story. For me, I don't think it happens at Mania. I think maybe it happens down the line a little later, um, at Summerslam, or maybe your situation, which I'll let you maybe explain. What your your dream process? Is.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the with Roman's schedule, they, we we probably won't see him now until they said the beginning of November. I mean, he he could afford to um, do everyone a favor and fight two nights at WrestleMania. My And and I think that should happen. You should fight Saturday night. You should fight Sunday night. My problem is, if that's what's going to happen, let's say he fights The Rock one night and he fights Cody the the opposite night, he would have to fight The Rock on Saturday night, which I don't think The Rock is going to go for that. The Rock wants something really big. Sunday night is the real... Let's let's be for real. It's two nights, but Sunday night main event is the real main event. The Rock is going to want Sunday night. You can't have Cody fight Saturday, beat him, beat Roman, and end the story. And then Sunday night, it's Roman versus The Rock with no belt. It's just about family, family blood, or whatever. So he, he... I mean,
0: they could, because the way you're kind of telling me that, or saying, I could see like Saturday, Cody, the title, the title defense. Cody right. goes to the title, gets the the win, gets the belt, and then Sunday. It's about who is the real tribal chief of the tribe Yeah, but you're not the tribal chief that no that. more because
1: like you lost the belt. Like I, I, I say, I mean, if if it was up to me, and and The Rock has no say, which that's a lie, impossible. He, he, Roman, and um, and The Rock fight Saturday. Roman wins, so it makes him even more powerful, and then Cody could beat him on Sunday. After he beat The Rock, he beat everything. That's how you end the story and everything. But I've heard different um, opinions from different people. Some of them make great sense. Like one person I've heard from another pod, a great podcast, um, they went with the WrestleMania 9 story. If you remember that with um Yoko beating... Cody. Okay. Yoko beating Bret and Hogan coming out. So, like, yeah, let's say... Um, let's say um Cody wins the Royal Rumble and for some reason he can't fight for the main event because The Rock is here. So now you have The Rock fighting Roman and no matter who wins... Cody comes out and goes, "I deserve the main event. I want to fight it." They accept it, and Cody wins. I I, I, I like that. If if not, then you have Cody, like you said, finish the story somewhere else. Summer Sam, Maybe he has a story with The Rock, and he, and it's him one on one, The Rock and Cody, or wherever they go with that. Because you could definitely. Def- def- mean? Yeah, yeah, go. No, I was gonna say because uh, we kind of discussed
0: this a little bit, playing with the you know, fantasy of The Rock. Remember, that there is Royal Rumble. Uh, Rock doesn't have to do WrestleMania. I know, you know, it be the, needs to be on the grandest stage of all, but they can also kind of do something big prior to Mania, especially if it's going to be in um, in Tampa in that big stadium,
1: Tropicana. Yeah, I, but like if if you heard the Pat McAfee show, the reason WrestleMania thirty nine didn't happen was because they couldn't have something bigger than big. Something that the fans have never seen. So, you're not doing Roman and The Rock if it's not WrestleMania. If it's not WrestleMania in Philadelphia, it's not going to be nowhere. They're not going to save it for Roy Rumble. They're not going to save it for SummerSlam, no matter what cities you, you choose to have that. So, it's all about Rock and Roman and, and, and what night. Like, you could have The Rock beat Roman and Roman disappears. And this all depends on The Rock's schedule. Because now, all of a sudden, The Rock says he controls his schedule. Which we've never heard that before also. That's what I'm trying to say. He's saying more positive stuff that it leads to be that he's coming to WrestleMania. Because before he was like, oh, I'm making a movie because of scheduling, because of insurance. I can't get hurt. Now, the, his last interview I heard, he controls his schedule. If He wants to be there. He's going to be there. So what happens if he wins the title? Roman disappears. And now we have a story between The Rock and Cody that ends at SummerSlam and the return of Roman and blah, 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 blah. I mean... There's a million things Mm. that could happen, and we have time to talk about it. Thank God we have this podcast so we don't go crazy and hold all this information (laughs) inside. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't see with The Rock, though. Like, if they did something like that, Rock is too popular in Hollywood. I don't see him being – I really don't see him being around WWE. Like, if he does come back, not for a long period of time.
1: Yeah, I mean – it won't be a long period of time because let's say, let's be for real, we probably won't see him again until maybe January. Maybe. I'm just throwing this out there.
0: Okay. So, okay. Yeah,
1: so maybe around January he shows up. Maybe the day after the Royal Rumble, he shows up. That's And, and he shows up every third week after that. So it's not like he has to be there. And, and for a good example, look at Roman's schedule. The last time we saw Roman was what, SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean... The Rock could definitely do that schedule. But um, back, uh, back to Cody, um, his beautiful wife, Brandy Rhodes, once again has spoken her feelings and has gone online to, um, on social media to talk about basically that she, about the whole hype about The Rock, that this has nothing to do with The Rock. There's no story between The Rock and Roman, that this is all about Cody and ending his story. Um that's
0: not true either but anyway. th- that is
1: not true and I understand where she's coming from but cuz that's your man and she's a strong woman and she's going to protect her man and she's going to defend her man and all that. I just feel like for you to say that I'm going to take it as as me being with my woman and and I I'm going to I'm going to step into Cody's shoes basically. I see the Rock show up on Smackdown. I'm complaining and pissed off that the Rock is here and I'm going to lose my shot at, at WrestleMania. So I'm going to vent to the person I love, my soulmate, my partner. I'm going to vent to her about personal business stuff. And then I'm going to go back to work the next day. That is not for you, the woman, to go on social media and, and vent everything I said. That's the way I'm taking it. Like Cody has to be upset about this. There's no way be like, oh, yeah, The Rock comes and takes it. No. It's been all hyped up that you're going to show up at WrestleMania. So... I feel like it was like that. He co- he complained whatever you want to say it to his wife, and she decided to take it up on social media. And this is not the first time she's done that. She's done it a couple times at AEW, and within hours, all of a sudden her tweet is gone. So it's it sucks, but I mean I'm sure it's all gonna work out. And hey, if if I get what I want, let's say we get Rock versus Roman, why don't we get Cody versus Punk? I, I I'm all for that. I've heard, um, I've heard Cody Rhodes versus Punk. I've heard, um, Punk getting his dream match with, um, Austin. That's Austin, um, Steve Austin, not Austin Theory. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and, I mean, and the reason now we're talking about Punk is because even though he's fired and he's, um, jobless, well, not jobless. So he, he still has his own um, commentary for uh, MMA, but he always finds his way back into wrestling news, and his last, um commentary job he said he has um time on his hands and he's free for the next two months now everyone's going crazy because what does that mean does that mean you have a a clause in your contract and it ends in two months or does it mean like you're not going to do nothing until two months that survivor series is in boss i mean i'm sorry chicago so cm punk knows how to use that mic and he he used it yeah
0: do you think it's just him playing? Because you know, C. M. Punk likes to play with the fans. He knows, like, hey, two months is Survivor Series, Chicago. I'm gonna mess with their minds a little bit and be like, yeah, I'm free for two months. That's to kind of mess with everyone. I,
1: I I understand where you're coming from, and I don't know. I don't know on um, Mister Phil at all personally, <laughs> but from what I think I know, I don't think he wants. I mean, he'll he'll play his games, but he. By him saying that, people are going to attack him, like on his phone and everything. Like, is it true? You're coming. I don't think he wants that that attention. So for you to say that, it's out of two things. You can't do nothing because you have a clause in your contract, which we still don't know if that's true or not. Or there's a good. If the rumors are true back in January that he wanted to jump ship and go to WWE, then maybe this is all happening for a reason, and we just might have. The world's greatest WrestleMania ever, because there's a chance we might have The Rock, um, John Cena, CM Punk. Let's say Stone Cold, and now Batista's throwing his name in there. He's he's gone on social media and saying that because of the strike, he's free, and even though he's retired, if WWE needs him, he he's willing to be there. So we might just have like a WrestleMania, an All Star WrestleMania in Philadelphia. So hurry up and buy your tickets. <laughs>
0: It you know was funny that this, this level of, quote, of Wrestlemania within, we're calling it an all-star Wrestlemania, but if you think back a few years ago, it was just a normal, quote, Wrestlemania, having all these people there. Yeah. But it's definitely going to be like a retro, I would say a retro Wrestlemania. Moving on.
1: And, and it's weird that no one's saying that it's the 40th anniversary. I, I don't know if it's not that big. Maybe you have to wait till it's 50. But, I mean, I thought 30 was big, but it's yeah, it's... Number 40, that's something big, so...
0: Well, I think what WWE is doing is that they're, they're going to focus, if you notice how the Roman numerals, it's XL. Mm-hmm. So, WrestleMania is going to be extra large, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. that's how they're going to see it. That's how they're going to plan it. A- XL.
1: Okay. No, yes, I—I I, but I just want to be like somewhere like, like no one has mentioned yet that it's the 40th anniversary, and I, I, I've been saying it a hundred times, but, I mean, it's obvious it is, but... Like a Michael Cole or something has it. Um, but anyway, moving on.
0: I think closer. we will do it, I think. But anyway, moving
1: on. Um, I want to talk about, I think, probably one of the greatest wrestling fans ever. Um, that's living the, the greatest life ever. Austin Theory. I mean, this guy g- grew up watching basically the Attitude Era. He grew up watching he um being a big John Cena fan and everything and now he's in the ring getting finisher moves from everyone that he watched on TV. He's been in the ring with people like Edge, John Cena, The Rock, Vince McMahon, Stone Cold, Roman Reigns. I mean for for being a, a a fan, a kid watching wrestling, love wrestling, becoming a wrestler, and not only becoming a wrestler to be in the ring at big moments with these big names, I mean, you you can't make that stuff up. So I gotta say, congratulations! He's living his dream. He's living a lot of people's dreams, including me. So, yeah, shout out to Austin Theory. Uh,
0: hopefully, someone has a sneaker that the rock threw into the audience.
1: Anyway, <laughs> the only sneaker he threw his jacket into the, in, into the audience. I One of security it. came back like Sir, you
0: gotta pass that back to me, please. Yeah, I, I,
1: and 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 not only that, when he threw it, it was like um so nonchalant, even for the person that caught it. You would think people would be fighting for it, like Piranhas. No, he threw it there. I think one person grabbed it and that's it. And they just got a nice under armor size, extra large, I'm assuming, from the rock. So nice. Um, well, um, talking about SmackDown, it was just announced that SmackDown is moving from Fox. To USA, starting next year, late next year. They signed them, to, I think, to twenty twenty nine. If I'm correct, so SmackDown would be on USA, but that doesn't mean everything's going to be on USA. It is being said or reported that uh, USA is not re-signing the contracts for Raw and at NXT. So now we have to wait. And s- mm. We have to see where Raw and NXT is going. Um, it's. It sucks because you would like to have everything in one channel, and everything you you don't want a, another network to get it. Um, I think it's it would be very funny because I know um, Universal USA they really wanted Roman to be on Raw more, and they didn't get that because Fox paid more. So now <coughs> they so so now they have SmackDown and they have Roman. What happens if <coughs> Roman gets drafted? To Roar. Raw.
0: That's what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> or, I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. Or or he or he he doesn't for the next four years he decides he he wants to make movies and not wrestle. So uh, it, it, or it's, retire, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's silly that you don't you wouldn't pick up all the shows and just have all the ratings. Why even let another channel? I mean, Raw is not uh uh I don't know how you want to say it, it's not a stepchild to so SmackDown. It still brings in ratings and everything. It did good for USA. But yeah, SmackDown seems like where all the celebrities are. And plus, if um, last week's SmackDown was on Universal, I think the whole promo for The Rock would have been a lot better. With the whole, you, uh, yeah. you are an asshole. I think everybody was pissed off about that, of being bleep for so long. Yeah,
0: that, that was annoying. That's why I was kind of like, it ruined the moment. I mean, like, well, I'm not going to say it ruined the moment, but... You kind of wanted to hear
1: I thought, the crowd. I, I, I thought it ruined the moment. I mean, it, it was exciting that The Rock was there. But remember, I was driving, so I couldn't see, but I could hear. And my car it was silent. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> it, it was long, silent. I'm like, I, I was just driving. I, if I could take a picture, a selfie of me while I was driving, I just had a face. like It was like, I can't hear nothing. This is stupid. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: they, they definitely, Thinking My Bluetooth is not connected to the car. Yeah, I can see
1: that. <laughs> So yeah, besides that, um, we, we talked about it last week and it looks like it's, it's definitely happening because there's a picture that, and a picture doesn't lie, supposedly. Um, Jade Cargill is at the Performance Center. She has black hair. She looks like she's always looked, in great shape. But it's a picture of her in the ring. I don't know where it came from. But as of now, yep, she's at the Performance Center putting that work in. So everyone, this won't be a surprise. It's just about when she's going to show up on TV. So I'm excited about that.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm actually excited, too, because I'm like, I'm thinking about all the possibilities. Yes. Um, I don't think she would be, honestly speaking, like, I don't know, like, because I, I was reading something that they, you know, I won't go into spoilers because, you know, that's not what I want to do. But I was reading something like how they may insert her right away for a championship, And, you know, and the way they may do it, I was like, okay, I can see that. But then I said to myself, Nia Jax is currently the one that's posing a threat to Rhea Ripley. So I was like, uh, all right. So I don't know. I don't don't see her on Monday because they do have Nia Jax. I can see her maybe more on Friday. I think the women on Friday do need some kind of competition. Yeah. Excuse me, some kind of competition. And I think that she will fit a little bit better there. In my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think she right now she needs, like, um, Goldberg matches. She just needs to squash people and keep her away from the Rias, keep her away from um, Bianca, and keep her away from, and keep her away from Charlotte. So do-
0: WrestleMania, Bianca versus Jade. That yeah. would be, oh, my do- God. The three, anyway. the
1: three names I just said right now could be main events at WrestleMania. But she has to be ready. And, and just, so right now she'll be like, Put her on a story line with, with Becky. Put her with any other female. But keep her away from those three. Because just them standing in the ring is going to be a moment. So it might be at the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. Where she's face-to-face with one of them. She goes face-to-face with Charlotte at the Royal Rumble. Forget it. Oh. So. And now, talk about the performance sensor, someone that we haven't really talked about since I think we've had this podcast Um, Very rarely we did talk about him Um, Randy Orton he has showed up at the performance center and the the wonderful silly guy noticed that the fans were recording him he told the fans not not to post it that he's not here and everyone was like "Yep, we don't see you Randy as they're recording him walking into the performance center so he's at the performance (laughs) center so I'm assuming he's taking care of that rust that he has and we should be seeing him soon. So maybe Survivor Series. Um Rumble, in my opinion. Really? that 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 far?
0: That far. Because um it'll be a surprise folk entrant or return entrant and I see him more in Roy Rumble than uh and then at least there you can kinda of work him into WrestleMania.
1: Got it. Okay. No, I know. Just just because he was at the performance center now, I thought maybe Survivor Series is the next big one. But, um,
0: no, I think, yeah, because normally they, I think they, because like Bray, I remember Bray coming back and I remember with him, and he was not really like, like you said, getting to bring Russ off and yeah, yeah. kind of maybe did one or two matches and that was about it. And then we didn't really, really see him until he was on TV.
1: Okay. Um, well, last night was um, AEW's Grand Slam, um, it was at um, Arthur Ass Stadium. Uh, I love the stadium. It's it's not a huge stadium, but it's, it's a very nice stadium. Um, The uh, attendance was very good, decent compared to what I've seen in pictures. So it makes you want to think twice when you see these pictures about the attendance. For a good example, last Friday SmackDown, someone took a picture of the attendance and it, it was a half-empty stadium. When SmackDown started, it was not half-empty. It's just I don't know haters. You basically want to say it looked WWE is empty, AEW is empty. Whatever it is, I always say, what are you watching? And if you're watching good wrestling, that should be a matter. Why are you worried about what the attendance are? As long as they don't say that they're, they're going out of business, you're good. Enjoy the wrestling. But anyway, Arthur Ashe was, I say, packed. Did it have empty seats? Yes, I saw a couple of empty seats. I saw half empty rows, not all in one spot. So it was, it was separated. I don't, know, I don't know or care if they gave out free tickets or whatever. It was a nice crowd. The crowd was alive, and it was a great show. Um, if you've gone to a Dynamite, you would know that it's not a two-hour show. It, they film Rampage, so it can get a little long. It's a long night. It's a wet, it's a weekday, a work night, work day, whatever. So it, it becomes a long night. Anyway, it was a good show. I'm not gonna go all into it um, today or right now, but um, MJF, the main event versus Samoa Joe, great match. If you didn't haven't seen it. Please go watch it. Um, MJF wins. He gets the respect from Samoa Joe. He gets a handshake from him. Uh, Also, Cole coming into the match, trying to um, help MJF, injures himself. Uh, I'm assuming it's a sprained ankle, and that's hopefully it's as as, that simple as a sprained ankle, and he just has to ice it and that. But he uh, he took like a, I guess he tried to jump over the stairs, the metal stairs, and he landed wrong. Because ever since he like jumped, um, he he limped the whole night. Um, and then once again, talk about injuries. The Ray Phoenix versus Moxley match. It is so weird because sometimes I notice these things and then sometimes I don't. But this match, I noticed it a lot. And if you watch it again, you you you'll notice now that after I tell you this, there was a lot of moves, high flying moves that Ray did to Moxley. And right after he did it, he will grab Moxie's hand, and Moxie will squeeze it. That's a sign to let me know if you're okay. I know we uh, it's t- t- giving people too much information about wrestling and everything, but yeah, <laughs> that is one. That is one of the signs. I'm not a wrestler, so I can say it, whatever. But um, that is one of the signs. So basically, if I did a move on you and I, and I put my hand in your palm, if you don't squeeze it, that means I'm gonna give you some time, and I'm gonna walk around and kill some time and everything. If you squeeze it, then we're gonna go on. And so on. I saw that maybe like three times. And if I watch it again, I'll probably catch it more times. But there was a lot of times I saw it. And it was like three perfect times I saw it. He did some crazy moves on Moxie. And they did the whole hand thing and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was, it's nice to see that. like you, you, That's what wrestling is supposed to be about. You don't want to injure your partner, your opponent. But it's sad because the very ending, the finishing move, injures Moxie really bad. And it goes right into a pinfall, so you can't really check. Um, I have different feelings about this because it's, it reminded me of, like, the Owen Hart and Stone Cold. It wasn't a tombstone, but it, it, I feel like shorter wrestlers, people with shorter torsos and everything, shouldn't do, like, crazy power driver moves that your head is going to hit because your head, the, the opponent's head is going to hit the floor a lot faster than a taller person would do it. So, uh, if you watch, there's a video out there on social media right now, and you can see Moxie's head, full speed, going straight into the mat. And anyway, that happens, Ray covers him, and I'm pretty sure in the script, or whatever you want to call it, Moxie is supposed to come up, on, on, on interrupt the pinfall. We get a one, two, the referee stops, Moxie does not move. Everyone starts booing, because now it looks really stupid. Why does... The third hand hit the mat. Ray Phoenix gets up, does the move again. And we get the four pin four. And Ray Phoenix is your new champion. Celebrates. The camera stays off of Moxley. Um, the lights go off. They have to call the doctors and everything. Good news, Moxley does finally get up and walk off. And he wa- He walked off the same way he walked, he walked in. Through his side entrance, through the fans. And everything, and a couple of minutes later, we got to see um Renee Young run right after him. So we hope he's okay. Uh, he definitely. Sh- I'm assuming he's gonna take some time off. Um, I just re- besides the injury, it's sad, it's bad, whatever. I want to go back to the referees count. Did you watch it, Raymond, or no?
0: So with that one, I didn't miss. I was kind of skimming through it a little bit because I was. I needed to close sleep. So now, if you are saying all oh, this, I'm going to
1: watch it after this. Yeah. but no, I didn't see that. So my thing is just, um, you ha- the referee has to finish the count, no matter what's happening. Um, we we've seen mistakes like that happen with the with Sting versus Hogan, and other and um, Top Dollar for- falling over the top rope, not hitting nobody, and everybody falling because that was what's p- supposed to happen. He's gonna jump over and hit me, so I got to act like he hit me. If it doesn't happen. Change it. You it's live. You can't say cut and rewind and and let's take a retake. The referee's counting one, two, and he's not moving. You have to go three. What are you gonna do? Unless you unless the referee turns heel and says, "I got something in my eye." But to do it just like that, it it, <laughs> look, it looked really embarrassing. It looked stupid. It, it it gave wrestling a bad name. If you're new to wrestling, you're like, why did he just stop? Because you got the whole four count: one, two, and he just stopped. Because he expected Moxie to jump, and he did it. So you have to drop that hand, and the match is over. That's it. And and if somebody messed up, they get a rematch next week. But I don't know. Stuff like that bothers me. And if you're not sure, there was a, a part with Top Dollar. He was which Michael Cole loves. Um, he's supposed to jump over the top rope and land on like four guys. Right. He trips, doesn't get to do the flying jump or whatever, hits no one, but everyone falls down and acts like they're injured. It is one of the dumbest moves I've seen or dumbest situations. And it's, yeah, it's just, it looks really bad on TV or for uh, audience to see something like that. And it, it, it it i for me it um separates like the really great wrestlers and your regular average wrestlers because I think a great wrestler that will happen they're not gonna act like they're hurt they're gonna attack you and you're gonna have to redo that that move again for you to say hey the script says this is what's gonna happen in the script and we're gonna stick with this script it's really silly just go on go with the flow and and work with it but um
0: yeah. I know like when... Vince McMahon many years ago. I think he's always had that theory that if something goes wrong, you just gotta go with the book, keep it moving. And I think that's where sometimes uh, AEW can fail, I think a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, even can can fail with that sometimes.
1: Yeah, I see, that, I see, I see it on, on both shows. I see, I see it more on AEW because, like I said, they're still learning a lot. That's why I I can't say I would love to say their competition the, to a certain point. Their competition, let's be for real, but. Toe to toe, they cannot go because they don't have the experience. And it's not just about money. And we we said that a couple of times on this podcast. So, but anyway, it, things don't always go as planned. And we all know that in life. So, it, and it's, it's, same thing's going to happen in the wrestling ring. Something can happen that's going to change. Go with the flow and find your way back to that situation or change it up a little. But for you to do like a complete stop or... The guy completely misses and you fall and you act like you're hurt. When everyone saw that the guy was like five feet away and didn't hit you, it's a stupid moment that you're going to regret because you're going to be famous on YouTube for a long time. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Um, Eddie Kingston had a, a, a big moment. He got to beat, uh, I was going to say C- Cesaro, <laughs> um, Claudio, and um, it's his hometown. So he had a big match and he got his handshake and his respect. So a big shout out to Eddie Kingston for that, and let's go um into the big news today that you brought up already, the releases. Uh, I,
0: with the releases, I'm saying right now, a lot of the names were that could me and you and Mark kind of had uh, that text going, and those a lot of those names were there. Some of them I didn't realize they were on this or not, but right. I, I wasn't shocked with
1: none of them. I, I was I was shocked with honestly with one of them which I'll say um Ali I was shocked with him because I felt like they had something for him in NXT um the the, the other one that was shocked but it's only personal for a personal reason was um Booz. Uh, um I, I I felt like he needed he he should have got like a real good chance I feel like he could have been like another Otis but maybe more serious or more badass because he could have been funny and still, he's a super strong guy. I just feel like he didn't get a good opportunity. But besides that, I mean, they they, they let go of people who are not on TV and are making a lot of money. Like the Dana Brooks. Um, e- Elias, who was already out of his contract, but I guess they just made it official. So so um, before we go into the, everybody else, Elias is probably the only one that could show up on TV tomorrow if he wanted to. Because his, con- his contract was up. So it wasn't... They just basically made it official, and they just didn't resign him, and they let him go completely. But his contract was already up as a talent. So if he wanted to show up, um, I don't know what's on tomorrow. But on the next Impact, NWA, AEW, I, he's probably the only one. Because everybody else was released from their contract, which means you have a 90-day clause. Um, The one that everyone seems like they're upset, and I guess it's because they're friends with him and everything, is Ziggler. I wasn't upset. I was like, "Mm." Exactly. I mean, he's very talented. If he goes to AEW or anywhere, they are lucky to have him. But when was the last time he was on TV? And, I mean, if he's okay with that, then okay. But I think he's super talented. He's had a bad run. Bad, bad coincidence that every time he he gets the world title, he gets a concussion and he has to drop the title. But besides that, his work rate is awesome. He's a pure amateur wrestler, so he could he could do any he could do high flying moves. He could fight on the mat. Super talented guy, great look. Just no TV time. I mean, and I know he if the rumors are true. I've seen his um this on, on social media maybe last year, that he was making at least $4 million a year. $4 million a year, and I don't think I saw him this entire year on TV. So uh, yeah. if you release him, fine. Maybe he could go somewhere and, and be on TV every week. Uh, his brother's in AEW. Maybe he could go there. Maybe he, he's the one that's going to punch the young bucks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean,
0: with some of them, with like Ali and Dana Brooke, and, I'm, and honestly speaking, I am surprised Baron Corbin uh, – I know you and I went back and forth on that. But I'm surprised Baron Corbin wasn't there because when you're main roster, you go to NXT, you're still making main roster money. They don't go into like, hey, you're making $60,000 a year. So that's why Ali makes sense because they weren't doing anything with him. Dana, they weren't doing anything with her. And they're paying her that big salary to be on NXT, which – didn't make sense anyway yeah
1: i don't, think, so, I don't, I, don't know i don't think barry corbin stayed in nxt for a long time i i say he's oh. but b- before this year ends he's back on raw or smackdown as uh i'm assuming a heel for somebody i don't know for what title or something and then i think that would be like his last run like this would be his make or break so that's why i wasn't yeah, i just, think yeah
0: no i was gonna say i think that i agree with that because as you were kind of saying that stuff, Baron Corbin is one of those that is kind of like, almost like a miss. Uh He's a good bad guy to beat up type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like if there's another set of releases and they have, and he's not drawing money, and, and that's where I think where Baron Corbin is with me. Is like I like him. I do like Baron Corbin. I think he's great. Um, I just think that he's just not people just like they kind of like a Dolph Ziggler. They care, but they don't care. Right. Anyway,
1: moving okay. on. Okay. So yeah, so we have Ziggler, um, Shelton Benjamin, another guy, super talented. I always said if he could come up with some great mic skills, he could have been probably like one of the top um, African-American champions and been like a main eventer, but I think his mic skills kept him away, but besides that, I mean, super talented guy, but once again i guess without the hurt business he hasn't really been on tv so we See, have- with
0: him i think he, i was shocked with him because they could have actually done something with him they could have like just kind of maybe mentioned before mark mentioned he could have been part of alpha academy somehow some way Yeah, um, they could also have had um uh, him being part of a quote the new hurt business and make a little bit more of a frax, uh, faction with uh bobby and uh uh, Street Profits and maybe add him and maybe Bianca or someone else maybe Jade instead of Bianca and it would have been really good
1: yeah um I don't know <laughs> I, 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 I when I saw that name I expected I guess to see everybody Alexander to be he, he wasn't released not yet as of now but um I mean whoever like I said these are not um bums these are great talented wrestlers who know the business Who have been with WWE for a long time so they know how to act, train backstage in the ring the right way. So if anybody picks them up, it is going to be great for them. Just imagine next week you have Ziggler, Benjamin, Dana Brooke, and even a Riddick Moss at AEW. Your ratings are not going to shoot up in the air, but you just added some good talent. So speaking, of, yeah, um, Redick Moss and his, I believe, fiance Emma were released once again. Not you on TV. Not not on TV. I guess they didn't have nothing for them. They gave, they gave them a short little try. They didn't work out and release. And Michael Cole's favorite wrestler got released. Top Dollar. <laughs> um, besides him doing the A and E specials, I. I hate saying I don't care for somebody. I mean, he just didn't do it for me. Um,
0: I, I think if he was still with um, Swerve, and Swerve was still part of WWE and part of the Aero, I think if they didn't release everyone together the last time, they would have been something. But because now you have one person here and then that one, and then Top Dollar, as you already mentioned, doing that goof-up. Not that a goof-up you know requires a firing, but...
1: Yeah,
0: you can kind of see, like you know what? Maybe no, you know, because people are going to be like, okay, this guy is not really it, you know. So I think that was kind of like the nail in his coffin, or at least the beginning. I noticed that they didn't get rid as of right now. Do- Let me ask you this really quick: Do you think it's more to come, or this is it for now? Because I know, like you said, these are all you know people not on TV, but they still. I think they got. I think they have more people coming. I, I, I would.
1: I would say more. Just because, um, unless they remember, I, we only see what we see on TV. These people, um, the ones that cut people, they get to. See, I I would like to think they get to see them perform backstage in the ring at the performance center. So, for example, when when I'm trying to get to Hit Row, do they see something with them that they could use in the future? If not, then I, I would assume that the the other two will be getting released very soon. Unless we just haven't heard about it yet, but just to pick one of them, like what happens now? Like, okay, do you do they say, hey, top dollar's not here no more? Because you can't, you just can't have them two show up on SmackDown tomorrow and be like, oh, there's only two of them now. So, yeah, I don't. know. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, I, I see B Fab like because she can wrestle. Uh, it's like almost like Scarlett. Uh, Scarlett is a waste right now, in my opinion, between her and Kerry Cross. Because these people can wrestle, it's just you haven't put them out there. So I could see B. Fab maybe transitioning, getting a new name, and not becoming or keeping the same. Yeah, names,
1: she's going to be um, going to one. She's going to be Jay Cargo's sidekick.
0: Oh, there you go. That's, Daddy. <laughs> that,
1: that, that's what she, she's going to be. Or besides that, I, I'm. I never. I'm sorry. I don't. I didn't care for Hit Row. As you can tell in the tone of my voice, but you got rid of top dollar. I don't know what you're gonna do with the other two members Either release them or send them back to n x t which you should have did that with the whole entire hit row. send them back to n x t and let them work things out there, not straight to Smackdown. I thought that was a silly move, but the people in the higher ups thought it was a great idea to have them on Smackdown but um i I think that there might be more moves. This is just what we've um that was out now, I don't and I don't know how this gets out. It's usually a, the rest of us will post on their social media like I no longer work here, blah blah. Maybe the other ones don't feel like expressing their feelings until tomorrow or next week because it's not like w, I, um from what I saw does WWE come up with a list that we hey we fire these people? Uh, I'm
0: gonna check as we speak. One moment.
1: I don't, yeah. Because from what I saw, it was all from people's um, messages.
0: Hashtag uh, future endeavored. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: As of right now, I am not seeing a future endeavor list.
1: Yeah, so that's what I'm trying Um, to say. What happens if you, you got laid off, fired, and you just don't feel like talking about it? So maybe more people got laid off or fired and they just didn't run to Twitter and say, hey, Thank you, W, for everything you've done for me. I'll see you around. So, so like I said, maybe there's more names already, or that that have been laid off, and we just they just haven't spoke about it yet, or there'll be more coming up soon. Um, it's sad. It's always sad to lose um talent or, or your job. So, wish them the best, and thank God there's we have other companies, and that's what people don't understand. Oh, I want AEW to go out of business. They suck, blah, blah, blah. No, because now top talent people like Ziggler and Benjamin have a place to go. So that, think of the bigger picture than, oh, AEW sucks. They need to go close up shop and that's it. No, it's wrestling. If they have good wrestling, enjoy. If you don't like it, change the channel. Watch something else. I I do I do it. I'm going to say something really mean. <laughs> I, I do it every Thursday. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. Every Thursday I try to <laughs> every Thursday I try to watch wrestling and I change the channel. So that's it. I feel like bully Ray's gonna knock on my door any second now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen you smart mark.
1: <laughs> anyway, um I think that's a wrap. Uh, yeah, um any shout outs?
0: Uh, just My normal. is going to be Give Kids the World. Please check them out on the Facebook and Hearts of Reality. And with that said, also, Royal Rumble coming to Tampa. I know that's no big deal, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, I can get there. Home state, gotta go see it.
1: Nice. I gotta forgot what I'm going to do for that. Um, shout out to you. Let's give a shout out to our tag team partner who couldn't make it here, Mark. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, what else? Lucharitos? Great restaurant, franchise in Long Island. Um, Wrestling Universe, this Saturday they have Eric Rowan uh, signing, which I'll be there. Oh, uh, Anything else besides that? Um, nope. I'm going to leave it with that. See you guys around. Thanks for the support. Take care. Have a great, safe weekend. All right. Goodbye. Good night.